Alright, here we go, episode 5, and I just want to start the episode today with some updates of how my week is going and how my week has been, weekend has been. So, over the weekend, I got my tax money, I went to my best friend's wedding, got upgraded to best man, had to do an impromptu best man speech, and I cried. Had some laughs. Outside of moving in with my girlfriend, it has been one of the best experiences I've had in a long time. I did not get around to recording the interview podcast with him. It's going to have to be rescheduled with us working different shifts. So... More than likely, if I get around to being able to do it, if we both can get around to doing it, it will be a surprise post, unplanned, on the date. So, if it's something that you're actually intent on listening to and enjoying, <clears throat> I I will have it to you as soon as I can. Update number two. Haven't really played Portal 2 since I did the episode on it. I'll probably be getting back into that some more this weekend. But during the weekdays, I am bouncing between Baldur's Gate 3 when there's no kids around. And Jedi Survivor, which I have just bought. And I'm really enjoying Jedi Survivor. It's definitely a game where I can kind of turn my brain off and just do reactive gameplay. And so far, I'm genuinely thinking that Fallen Order was a harder game. But I like the customization. I'm enjoying... The how beautiful of a game it is, even if it can still, after all the updates, chug along a little bit around the water on Kobo. And I got teased a little bit today at work for using the I said pink because it's kind of a shade of pink, but the magenta kyber crystal, the magenta colored blade. But that's of unimportance. We're not here to talk about that today. Just an update. Down the line, when I beat the game, I'll do a review. And I'll, I'll state my opinions and my thoughts. Update number three. My cat is a spoiled little princess. And is now thinking she runs the house more than ever. And has started bossing around my male cat. Typical cat behavior. She is the alpha. And with that, I believe I have done all my updates. And we are going to get into the the base chunk of this episode and that is about my choice in Pokemon I want to have 
in a normal type gym. I decided I was going to do normal type first because it was going to be the harder gym to decide my team on with the fact that I don't tend to use a lot of normal types when I'm playing the games because I like to have dual type Pokemon on my teams. That being said, I think I made some interesting choices on my team and I put some real thought into it. Now I did tend to, as I'm going to do with all of my gym, my teams, I tended to <clears throat> favor what I know. There are some choices of Pokemon that I haven't necessarily had on any of my own teams. But I feel like they would make the best ones, they'd be the best ones for it to be a slight challenge to any trainer that got that far along. Now, I will say that all of these teams are set up in a way of... As they would be the 8th gym badge. Uh, they can be changed slightly to... All you really have to do is you take the first two or three... The lowest form, pre-evolution Pokemon, base form Pokemon. And then just as the levels go up, increase it and increase the number ones of which one are being selected for the team. And that was my thought process behind that. But my thoughts and my decisions are made on this is the 8th gym. This is the final gym badge that the trainer is going to have to get or get before taking on the Elite Four or during the tournament, depending on, you know, which which Pokemon game you're in, or region you're in, because not all of the regions have an Elite Four. I remember Sword and Shield, there was a tournament where you just fought the gym leaders, certain gym leaders again. Dang, that's some good water. Alright, now, with it being a normal type, I definitely had to reach into the depths of my brain to think, okay, which Pokemon would I feel like fit my team? And... With that being said, I I think I came up with a team that really embodies what I would like to see. Now another a side note: when I was playing through Scarlet and Vi or Violet, because I didn't play Scarlet, I played Violet. My favorite gym leader of all time is now Larry. I he's just. I felt like his normal type gym was the most challenging for me. I felt like he was an actually creative character because of the fact that he's just a bland businessman and not a hyperactive person like 
previous gym leaders and most gym leaders are. And without further ado, I'm going to start listing off the six Pokemon I have decided on having on my team. First but not least is this Pokemon is a Pokemon that every time I play through Gen 1, sometimes Gen 2, he is on my team. Any 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 gym or any game that takes place in the Kanto region, I I have this Pokemon on my team for as long as I can. And that is the original version of Raticate. Uh it's not the coolest looking Pokemon, it, it by far, but it definitely it's fast, and it that's it's it comes in handy. Uh, I there's been times where I've used it, and I've one shot one shotted trainers whole teams as I'm going through the game with just Raticate. It's classic. It's one of the original Pokemon from the first generation. And it kind of has the overpowered moves Super and Hyper Fang. Which they kind of nerfed in later games in my opinion. But it definitely was a Pokemon that most people were getting rid of. And weren't even thinking a thing about at least people that aren't into min-maxing and, you know, at least not people in the competitive scene. As a child, you're not going to want normally want to keep Raticate on your team. It holds a special place in my heart for that reason, that it is... For most intents and purposes, and for the casual player, it's kind of a sleeper Pokemon. It's kind of like a sleeper build in vehicles or in like bodybuilding when you bear the big baggy shirts. It's unexpected. This next Pokemon is a newer entry into the Pokemon canon. And I hope I'm pronouncing it right because I've never heard it said. But it's Abolieva, the olive tree Pokemon. I think that's I think that's what it is. It is an olive tree for sure. And I've chosen this Pokemon because it's not just a, only a normal type. It's a dual type. It's a grass normal type. So that's going to keep it a bit from getting one-shotted by fighting types. It's still going to have the super event, super effective you know, type advantage, but it's it's not likely to be one-shotted. Uh, if the other trainer just happens to be using a Pokemon that knows a fighting-type move, they've never encountered an Arboliva, and it's like a water-type, a grass-type, a rock-type, something that grass is super effective against, it kind of messes up their plans. 
and it's it's a, it's an unexpected choice to be in a normal type gym. So it it throws a uh, a wrench in a lot of players' plans. I think it looks neat too. It it but the only I I see it as one of those they're running out of creative looks for Pokemon, even if it fits the region. And that's all I really have to say about Arboliva. Other than the fact that it the grass type moves it has can be the pretty overpowering ones. My third Pokemon is Wiredeer. Now it wasn't my original choice. I uh was originally gonna go with its pre evolution. But once I seen that Wired Ear was a dual psychic normal type, I changed my mind. Um, my first choice was its Stantler, the pre-evolution. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, Stantler's got psychic type moves. Comes in handy against fighting type. But the problem with Stantler is that if its speed isn't higher than the fighting type Pokemon... Or the Pokemon using the fighting type move. Then it's just gone. It one shot it. So. Yeah, so we're wired. Or weird ear. Wired ear. I think it's wired ear. Word ear. Possibly. It's newer. It's, it's original appearance was in Arceus. But it is since been. As a trade option to bring into Scarlet and Violet. Uh, pro. I'm assuming it's going to be one of those Pokemon that have been reintroduced. Like the fossil Pokemon that appear now in the wild. Uh, it negates the fighting type advantage by making it so where you, the trainer has to think a bit more. They can't just go in with a, a lot of fighting type Pokemon on their team. It, it it spreads out choices and allows for creativity and it has a high attack and special attack stats which means its attacks are going to really dig in and have a high impact and this is the pokemon that i believe will would be the Pokemon that's that's coming close to causing the trainer to really struggle. This this is the midpoint of the fight. Where after this it's it's going to be a bit more of a cakewalk. After that comes slocking. It's a gem three normal type gem alum. I remember playing through Generation 3 and coming up to your dad's gym and him just having every evolution in this line and I'm just struggling. I, I swear, it's normal type gyms that I always give me the most trouble. Uh, similar to... Oh man, brain fart. 
Snorlax. This is why I shouldn't be recording the episodes in the middle of the night. Similar to Snorlax, it has the ability to use Yawn and Body Slam, which in my opinion is a it's one of them top tier combos next to Sunny D and Solar Be- or Sunny Day and Solar Beam. I don't know why I'm thinking about Sunny D. Probably should buy some soon. It's one of those top tier combinations. You put the Pokemon to sleep. And then just body slam, body slam, body slam, body slam. Pokemon's got a high weight, high damage output from this combination. And if the fighting type Pokemon's asleep, it can't knock out your normal type Pokemon because it's asleep. So the Pokemon is just going to wreck your team. After that, comes Miltank. I mean, if if you're familiar with Pokemon and you've played a lot of Pokemon, you are having some flashbacks right now, possibly, of Rollout. 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 This is a this is a childhood nightmare for me. I still have slight PTSD from it. And I would make sure I this mill tank had rollout. I would I would put new generation of trainers through this. In fact, I tried putting my girlfriend's son through this exact situation. But Pokemon Stadium 2's mill tank does not know rollout. You you have to Put in your own mill tank that knows what roll out if you want to cause that pain. And the Switch emulation doesn't allow for you to play, you know, the cartridge games and port it over or anything like that. I wish it did. I wish it emulated all five of those games right there in, right there in the game. It'd be pretty cool. I would, but Nintendo isn't going to put in that kind of effort for... Something you're pretty close to getting for free. It's $50 for the whole year. So. But. Rollout is. The entire reason. For putting Miltank on the team. Now. I could have come up with a more creative reason. Or creative Pokemon to put on the team. Besides Miltank. It kind of feels like a cop out a little bit. But you know what? I was. Gotta go with the classics sometimes. And. Man sometimes I just can't be all that creative. Pokemon number six. Last but not least. Is Pidgeot. Another classic. And while it does have the flying type advantage over fighting type, that's not why I chose it, honestly. I chose it because of the move Whirlwind. And I want Whirlwind because it switches up the Pokemon that are on the field. 
and it makes it a bit more challenging for trainers having to hurry up and switch it back to a Pokemon with the advantage on normal types or that Pokemon in particular and causing the switch out gives it a chance for another attack which with that your the trainer Pokemon not getting a hit in that turn. Now obviously Pidgeot is probably one of the weaker options on the team because fighting type Pokemon definitely have Thunder Punch and that goes back to Arboliva too. Arboliva? Arboliva? Am I pronouncing it wrong now? I hope this is entertaining. Uh, With Fire Punch. But Pidgeot has the Thunder Punch weakness which doesn't make it as a, a difficult final Pokemon to bring in but it's a well-rounded Pokemon to bring in. And Quick Attack is just always fun. I'm kind of disappointed in the newer Pokemon games for nerfing Quick Attack. It doesn't do as much damage as it used to, in my opinion. But that's just my salty millennial complaints. And with that, that's my team. Uh... I don't think my gym would have challenges like the newer gyms do. I think I would go for old school trainer fight trainer until you get to the gym leader. Maybe a bit of a maze having to use all of the uh, HMs you've gotten to that point or your bicycle or your your Pokemon that you ride on to get through it and do the various uh, obstacles. But I I wouldn't do, like, the challenges of the newer games just because I feel like a lot of the challenges are too easy. That's another... That's another personal thing, but if I did do a challenge instead, I think I would go complete left field and I would have the trainer make pillows. I think I would have them have to scare a bird Pokemon, a normal flying type bird Pokemon, and have to pick up the feathers and... and And put together a pillow. I think that would be pretty interesting. I think it would be entertaining. uh, Personally. But. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts and feelings. On what your normal type gym would be like. Mm -hmm. I definitely think that. Some people can come with some pretty creative teams. And I would love to hear it. And if anyone wants, on the next episode, I can give a quick list of a couple people's uh, gym leader teams on the next Pokemon gym episode I do. My plans for Friday are still to be determined. And I am debating on doing 
another episode every week just to help build up my back catalog of episodes. So if I decide to do that, uh, there'll be surprise drop episodes on a random day of the week. But as of now, this Pokemon Gym Leader series is going to be on Wednesdays. And if it does well enough, I'll I'll add more types than just the five starters. And then maybe I'll do a little mini-series on what my Elite Four teams would be. And I wouldn't stick with just one, one type. And then maybe a Pokemon Champion team. I, I'm hoping the series is really good. Because I love Pokemon. Even if I don't want this to be a mostly Pokemon channel. I think Pokemon is probably an obvious choice to build a few episodes on. And really get some content out for people to enjoy. And it's something that I like talking about. I talk about Pokemon all the time at work. Like I've said before, I have Bulbasaur tattooed on me, and it's just something I'm passionate about. And with that, I think I'm going to end this episode on a positive note. Uh, My girlfriend recently just started a new job, and I'm so happy for her because she has been feeling upset with herself for... She, Her feeling like she's not contributing, but me feeling like she's doing far more for the house than I am. I mean, to each their own, it's a matter of perspective. And I have no complaints with my girlfriend. She is amazing. But I'm happy for her because she is happy to be back working. I came home to the biggest smile on her face in a while and that makes me happy and I hope everyone else is doing great things and they're happy and enjoying life and treating others with kindness uh If you have any questions, comments, concerns, and want to tell me what your normal type gym team will be, message me at Colin96 underscore on Instagram. Uh, At the moment, I'm thinking of possibly making an email instead for people to reach out to. That way... Instagram can't try to block messages for coming to me. I'm not sure if anyone's tried reaching out yet, but I haven't seen any messages. And I'm only at 30 listeners at the moment, so I'm not really expecting anything yet. But just in case, I have that as a backup plan. And I will will say if I end up making an email as a... Uh, contact point until then this has been Gravity Core's Nerd Pod and I'll be at you with another gym team here in a week bye bye